Hey, hey, folks, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. You know we love them. I'm wearing them right now. I uh, love them. They split the dick and the balls. You got a little pouch for your shaft. Finally, a little breathing room between those two guys. It's like Palestine and Israel. They're next to each other, but they don't always get along, and you got to let them breathe. Great looking, feel good, sexy. The ladies love them. They also have some lady gear. And, uh, yeah, just get some support down there, folks. It's a hot summer, and you're going to be sweating and sticking and swamping. Cambridge founder, Army soldier Robert Patton, after his second tour in Iraq. Boy, you know it's got to be a hot Iraqi ball sack down there. <laughs> Tell them how, JoJo. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TWOSGAYS to get 20% off your first order and Sheath Underwear's 100% money-back guarantee that's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TWOSGAYS. Get sheath underwear and let them support your balls. We love those guys. You know we do. And today's episode is also brought to you by Blue Blocks. Great new sponsor. We love Blue Blocks glasses. We love them. Amazing sleep mask. They got that cool sleep mask. It's, it's thick and cushioned. It's beautiful. It really helps. You know we have trouble sleeping. And they got amazing stuff. There's the sleep. Plus, true blue green light blocking glasses helps you with the uh, computer. We're on our computers yes. all day looking at our phones. Clear blue light lens, summer glow. Those are the yellow lenses. You've seen Mark wearing them. It's color therapy for the winter blues. Clinically proven to lift your mood. We all need that. Ooh. Plus, you get all the benefits of blue light blocking. I love them. Like I said, Sarah uses hers for the computer. She's on the computer all day. You you wear your sunglasses. You're a sunglasses guy. You oh, look hip. Yeah. You look cool. Thank you. And uh, Blue Box is science-based company. We love science. Their lenses are made under optics laboratory condition in Australia. If you got a prescription, no problem. They'll make it into your specifications. High-quality lenses, not mass-produced, and they come in a ton of styles. Tell them how to get it, Marcus. Woo! Support Blue Blocks because they support the Tuesdays. Get 20% off with code Tuesdays at blueblocks.com slash Tuesdays. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com slash Tuesdays, plural, for 20% off. Blueblocks.com slash Tuesdays and use Tuesdays promo code for 20% off today. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Nah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Tuesdays with Stories. I don't know how many episodes this is. 3,000, 4,000, 8,600. I think it's actually 404. Yeah, we just hit 400. Can I move this Get a little bit? Get rid of this 150 big degrees. bear of a bitch. Look at Greg died, unfortunately. Yeah, so we out skinned with the it. bath water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh... He's a Maine Coon, so it's a, some good fur there. We can use that in the winter like an Eskimo. Oh, boy. Inuit. Now, I can't help but notice you got the AC unit in there. It's Uh-oh. cooking. Uh-oh. But you got a crack in the window over there. What's Uh-oh. going on with the window crack? It's letting all the cool air out. You're right. I should close the crack, put a little uh, Boudreaux's butt paste in there. But the cat loves the crack. 
Oh, it's the cat crack. Cat's a crackhead. Yeah. Cat crack fever. Yeah, <laughs> cat crack corn, and boy, he cares. He'll just sit up there and put his little dick out of the out of the crack just to get some air on it. It looks like he's smoking over there. He's got a you know uh, <laughs> yeah. pack of paw a paw malls. Oh, uh, I like it's it. okay. I it like stinks. it. Maybe it's not bad. How about this Paul Mall? Oh, because they maul you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Both weren't great, but. We tried, and that's what it's all about, life, uh, as I, folks. As I think about it, Paw Mall is better than I realized. Paw Mall, because that's the mall. I got it. I see. Someone should make an ad, like a little cartoon thing, uh, yeah. Mike Pond or the other guy. Get some artist queef on that to draw up a cat pond and smoking a nice uh, jazz cigarette. But yeah, the cat likes a little fresh air. It sits there, and it'll just get out of it. It's, it's like uh, like the house is on fire. He's trying to get some real some real snuff. The, the air conditioner made me think the other day, I, I felt like a real man. So I had the gig on the Upper East, the Canner Show, PS109. Oh. A couple of Tuesdays came out. I want to hear all about it, Fatty. Well, it was quite a night. But so our AC, we forgot last summer our air conditioner started doing the crazies. The mm. boom, 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 boom. Ah, the you pussy know, flaps. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it sounds like a big bag of cunt. And it would go... <laughs> It's one thing if it's loud and consistent loud, like if you have a, right, but it stays right. at that, but this is an inconsistent loud. Like, oh, I hate that. Right. It's like a bad jazz record. Exactly. It's bad jazz, AC, Slater. So we, uh, we've completely forgot. So this year, all of a sudden, it's 150 degrees. We stick that in there, and it sounds like, you know, my mother's asshole the night after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and... Um, so I go, I got to go get one. When are we going to get one? No one wants to get an air conditioner. Yeah. You just don't, you don't want to yeah, do it. It's a nightmare. So Sarah went off to, you know, go fly kites or whatever. I had sure. the gig on the Upper East. I had to get there early because I'm producing the show along with Jason Canner. Great comic. Check him out. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm just going to grab the tiger by his asshole, get the car, go over to the garage, pick up the car, go to PC Richards oh, right I- down the street from my house, which we got your air there. Remember? Remember, oh, I took it at PC Richards. With Bulger. Was Bulger there? Yeah, he was half in the bag, but he was there. I took you over there. I mean, I used to have that car. I was the most liberal car guy of all time. I offered to pick it up at the airport. You wouldn't take it. I couldn't do it to you. I, I like it too much. I'd drive you back to the Lower East. I said, hey, what am I doing? I got a car. I want to hang. I'm a sad loser with no friends. Yeah, you were the liberal car queef. Well, I used to get in almost fistfights with Bargatze because he lived in Middle Village, Queens, mm. and would drive me to... Astoria, sort of. He'd be mm. like, "Wow, this is that's no longer on my way over there." Mm. So I'll drop. He'd drop me like in the middle of the projects in like Queensbridge, because he's like, "I'd have to take a left and drive down there." Whoa, a left! I mean, what's <laughs> the difference? It's an eight-block radius. It's Astoria. It's one of the things we'd fight about. But uh, God bless him. One of the best comics in the world. Close friend. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I wish I could. That'll Anyways, so I, I'd I'd drive uh, everywhere to the to the moon and back. Sure. So anyways, I hop in the car, drive to PC Richards, and I think you're going to be proud of this move. I think you're going to like this move. I got to get to the gig. We got to get to the party. Yeah. (laughs) I want to look good for the party. We had to get to the gig. I had to get to the gig. So I go to PC Richards, and it's like... The, all of a sudden, a uh, heat wave. A uh, heat wave. And so everybody's in there. And I walked up, stood by the ACs, just looked around, made it clear. I'm looking. And there was a large African-American fella, spots me, comes in. He goes, can I help you? And I said, Uh-oh. I'm looking. I need an AC. I'm looking to be here the shortest amount of time. I want to be the fastest customer you've ever had ever. I want to set the this. record right now. I love it. And he's like, I got you. And I'm like, I'm looking at this thing. And I went price. There was like 
150, I'm like, fuck you, blow my dad. Yeah. A 180, I'm like, come on, stop trying to trick me. Uh huh. Then there's a 220, I'm like, maybe a couple of years ago. Oh boy. Then I see the 250, the 280, the 350, the 400. Then there's like a 900 over there. I don't even, I think you can check your email on it or something. Are these BTUs or are these dollars? This is dollars. Oh my God, you're in the threes? There's so threes. There's a window unit here. That thing's pennies. So I gave the 150 the finger. I gave the 350 the finger. I stood in front of the 250. I said, I'm going to set the record. Quickest guy ever. What's this 250? How's that? Is that any good? He goes, you got a small room? I go, I got a small room. He goes, the door stay closed? And he's like, door stays closed. He goes, Six thousand is enough. I wow. went. I went. Pack me up. Send me out. And he goes. Follow me. Wow. So we walk around. We go to the register. He goes. Uh, what's wrong with the old one? I go. It's too noisy. He's like click click. And he's like, what's your address? Boop boop boop. He goes. You been here before, Joseph? I go. Yep. He goes. Neighborhood store, right? He's like the first place you go to. I was like, this is the first place I went to. He's like, love a neighborhood store. Don't you love a neighborhood store? I said, I love a neighborhood store. This is taking too much time. He said, no problem. Give me the card. <laughs> I stick the card in his ass. He goes, go stand over there. I go, great. And he gave me the pound. He goes, my man. I said, my man. Wow. Gave him a pound. I blew it up. He didn't. He frowned. Yeah. He walked away. You never know if you blow it up, especially with Palestine. I like to blow it up and then smell it, but I didn't go oh, that far. That's it's a, good. It's a corporation, whatever. I like a nipple clip. Walk over. They bring the thing out. The guy goes, if you wait a couple of minutes, uh, you know, Pepe will stick it on the wheels and carry it out. I said, I don't need no Pepe. I grabbed it by the big plastic thing shoved it in the trunk yep and then hopped in the car went to harlem where the show or not harlem but uh what is that I don't know, 99th yeah 110 i think is harlem Black but whatever Heights, i don't know it's 99 there's a bunch of people and uh drove up there made it on time i was the whole thing was eight wow. minutes how, how great is that i love that i love when shit is quicker than it needs to be because everybody likes to dilly and dally they want to throw pepe in your dick and then uh you got to meet the black guy but let me ask you this. You're like Goldilocks with the AC over there. That one's too warm. That one's too loud. That one's too cheap. Give me the big queef. Well, I like to hit it in the middle. I mean, the 150, that's going to work for six weeks. I mean, let's be honest. If you go cheap. I think that's a 79 right there. Well, I got to tell you, just from the one dialogue, this room's too big for an AC that small. I think you're right. I think you're right. You need a sheet. We had this conversation at the last place. You need a big sheet to wear on your head at night. But, I got to wear it to the meetings. But, um, I think this AC, but I have to say, it's one of the hottest days in the history of my asshole, Ooh. and uh, it's not bad in here. Okay. I'll tell you, I let it run all day, but it is it is crazy humid out there it's that jizzy film that gets on you and then it just sticks to you yeah it's tough and i just shot a hole well i mean i'm i'm, I'm kicking into two stories at once and i don't want to take up too much the people want to hear from you but well, i just shot a video and uh i had a jacket too uh-huh. but i mean it's 125 degrees Ooh. full ted baker shirt jacket the whole thing i mean i haven't sweat this much since uh you know i went to the a hot place selma and yeah. it sucks because you uh, you like the suit, you love a Ted Bake, but now you're sweating in it. But you don't want to wash it either. Now you got to dry clean or whatever the fuck for breeze. Oh, it's horrible. And then it, it gets ring, and I'm just throwing it on the grass. I feel ah. like an asshole because I don't care, but I know there's people that are like, you throw that on the fence, I notice. I'm like, just fuck off. I'll just bring it to the dry cleaner. Who cares? Who gives yeah, a shit? It's not but, my wedding. It's a dumb video. But you got a chain link. What if it snags a, a hook and now you're torn to your pocket? Well, like the, the second most mad I've ever seen my dad was when I threw his blazer on the floor. Oof. He's like, you don't respect anything. You got no respect for people's property. I was like. Yikes. Yeah, I was like, Nana just died. I can't have a minute. The first one was the Comedy Central special, I assume. <laughs> you got that right. He hated it. I got this thing going to it. I got like a uh, doily. I don't know what, what happened there. I don't know if that's a string loose or if it's got to be steamed or what. A garter belt? It looks like you got a garter belt under there. I'm not sure, but. 
Well, I've had a I've had a wacky dacky couple of days. I'll tell you that right now, sloppy jalopy. I know a little bit about it. Oh, really? Well, I know you're in Virginia Beach. Ah, uh, yes. And then I know you flew home on Sunday because that's when you fly home. Yes. And yes. I know you were in Royersford with Ari. Yeah. So well, that's interesting to me to go to Virginia Beach to New York to Royersford already has got my my tits tinkling. It's uh, it was a clusterfuck of a coup. Oh shit! Uh oh, you kicked the remote. Now we got the uh, gay porn back on. But uh, hey, nicely done. Some people, if it's not their remote, they're gone for a week. Hold on, let me see. What, what do I do here? I'm like, you don't have a remote? They're pretty standard. It's a power button. Hit the power. But uh, so just a weird tidbit. You know how you, we live in New York? We live in an apartment building, and you'll get an, you get emails like, hey, the water's out, or hey, Joe Blow on the third floor died, and uh, his, his piss is dripping down the stairwell, <laughs> or anything like that. No emails. Well, I got uh, a mom-and-pop shop over there. Uh, I got a Greek florist with one building. He comes over. He says hello. He pay, I have the best landlord in the history of New York landlords ever. Man, that's rare, because every landlord's some Hasidic Jew, and they want to cut your foreskin off and everything. Well, this guy, I don't know. He's probably, I don't know what he does in his private life. Maybe anal. He's Greek. But, uh, I mean, nicest guy ever. His daughter lives in the building. She's sweet as pie. But the new neighbors, Steve and Caitlin, almost got us kicked out. They had a fucking party back there. Oh, no, no good? They had a big party. It was like cornhole over by the other building. There was a dog running around, and they got spoken to. What? Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you queefs. I I, rec- I stuck my ass out of yes. the line thinking you're two nerds that wouldn't cause any problems. Right. But, like, weekend number one, they had... Their parents back there, you know, smoking weed, they're boozing, they were playing the hip-hop music. Oh, boy. One, Steve Rogers scaled the side wall and jumped off it like Steve-O. Yeah, man. And don't get me wrong, you're at the party, right? <laughs> yeah, I was there. Uh, that's funny. You're like, hey, you guys got to behave yourself. Woo, Cornell. Well, I was there for, you know, a shorter period of time and I left, but uh, who knows? I think all it's right. fine now. It's all water under the taint. Well, we got uh, we got the water shut off in the building for a couple hours. Oh God! Sometimes I think a guy, you know, wrecked his Mazda and he hit a water main coon or whatever happened. But water just goes out, and you don't even think about water. It's just everywhere. You use the sink, you use the toilet, you use the the other sink, and you know, I go in. Huh? Mm. That's weird. You know, you get that gurgle mm. from the faucet, and they're like, ah, whatever. That's weird. Maybe it's just the sink. I don't know. And then I was like, I got a shit like you wouldn't believe. So I go shit, and it was one of those ones that it just piled. Ah. Uh, you know, it sits on itself. Gomer Pile. Yeah, it's like the total. Remember that total ad they used to make fun of on uh, SNL with Phil Hartman? It was like, you need 45 bowls of total. I don't really it's remember, but I, I, can, I can picture it, yeah. Okay, so it, just, it felt like that. Like, you got out, and it was like, how is the shit somehow over the rim? You oh, know? But it didn't hit my balls. But either way, I was like, all right, well, whew, good riddance, all's well that ends anal. Flush. Oh, boy. So that's just the first half of the uh, pickle we're in. So, you know, it's hot as balls out. We're all... There's no water. We're thirsty. Uh, there's nothing in the fridge except, you know, old soy milk. And uh, so we go, well, let's go out. Let's go out. We go out to lunch. We go to lunch. We get the big Thai food, whatever. And my gal's got stomach issues. So we don't think twice about it. But I'm just sitting oh. there going, man, there's a huge turd boiling in my uh, hot apartment <laughs> just with the lid down. So now she's eating all kinds of crab rangoon and, uh, oh. you know, egg rolls and Tony Hinchcliffe menu. And 
she's like, I got a, I got diarrhea or whatever. So we have to run <laughs> back, but we forgot. Oh, so my word. She slams the door. I have to put on music because she shits like a wildebeest. And it's like, Whoa! it sounds like Serena Williams in there serving. She Ugh. lost. What's that? She just lost. Oh, sets. what? Yeah, young Kazakhstani woman. Oh, wow. What, where's the hell is that? I've never even heard of that city. No, nah, you heard it. It's Borat. He's from Kazakhstan. Oh, you're right. It's the former uh, USSR. Ah, yes. Us, sir. That's what I read in the back of the DVD, anyways. (laughs) She's kind of hot, too. Honky? Yeah, well, it's Kazakhstan, so she's, you know, pale. Okay. But, I mean, she smoked her. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, in and out, bang, bang, goodbye, so long. Man, I thought she was the... Like the Tiger Woods. Well, she's 75 years old, so and she's got tits the size of my fucking father's bowling balls. Huge cans on that broad. Giant cans movie festival. But anyway, so yes. you got your pile of shit, and now her wet ragu shit on top of your shit. And it's they're gonna Asian. Mate. Yes, yes, they're going to meet and uh, meet and greet. So I hear the door close. I go, oh, I'll put on a little Billy Idol or Billy Joel or whatever. The Cadillac, and I just hear, and I go, wow, she's really dropping a miscarriage in there. What the hell's going on in the BR? And I fr- I realized, oh, she had to open the lid, see the devil's oh scrotum, God. and then sit on top of it and push that shit down with her shit. Oh. And now we got a Tetris game of feces, the whole thing's bananas. Oh, shit on shit is so gross. And then that shit can't flush. Those Yes, shits. yes, no flush. Oh, my so God. So she had to pry the lid down with a hydraulic jack and just clamp the thing shut because it was you know we had to smush it and uh i gotta tell you it was a little awkward in here i'm like you've seen my shit you've shit on top of you i know you shit now your shit is in there it was it really ruined the mood well two things one sarah's old apartment where she had the worst landlord ever classic new york landlord she comes out of her bedroom and he's just on the living room and he's like sarah you can't be uh you know blowing yourself whatever And that toilet, you'd flush it, and it was always like a piece of shit. Even if it was a solid shit, there was always one piece that like broke off and would come back. I've it made seen a comeback. This. Yeah, it would come up and look around. So I saw her turds all the time. This is when we first started dating. Oh. now I'll eat her shit. I don't care. Whatever. Sure, We're married. Sure. But back then, I would go to take a piss and open it, and there would just be one little cocoa pebble with her initials on it floating around <laughs> like the Death Star. <laughs> it was horrible. Was it at least like a hol- like a Valentine? It said, uh, heart you? Yeah, it was said, you know, uh, I choo-choo-choose you. Right, right. But the other thing I was going to say is train. Fred Cantor, Jason's dad, great yeah. guy, swell, swell pal of mine, really smart guy. But he always has said for years, and I hope the terrorists aren't listening. Uh-oh. But he'd say the way to really destroy this country, the planet, is turn the water off. Oh. I mean, it would be World War Three within 20 minutes. I mean, Because oh, yeah. like you say, you just don't think about it. Boiling stuff. I mean, all the stuff you have to boil, drinking, shower, toilet. I mean, Huge. if all the toilets were off in a day... I mean, this it would be fucking mayhem out here. May it be Beirut in the streets? People would have shotguns and uh, water jugs would be worth lives, and it would it would be Waterworld with a fucking Kevin Costner. Gay root. That's how I went to school when I was a kid. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I just left. I was like, I gotta go do some pods, some shows. God be with ye. Enjoy the shit can storm in there. And I got the hell out of there. And then like two hours later, she's like, the water came on. I flushed the toilet 19 times. I was like, all right, great. Oh, it must have been graffiti and just. Uh, 
things, yeah. stains. Yeah, it was a whole ecosystem in there by that point, and uh, things had grown and evolved, and uh, we're getting legs. But luckily, she got there in time and flushed it, but it took a couple of real yanks on that flusher. Uh, shit is the... Gr- and we've had this conversation before on the pod, but shit is the grossest thing uh, to do. It's worse than cum, yes. which I actually love and enjoy. Sure. Worse than puke, worse than blood. Shit is just... Well, Oof, that, it's tough. It's slippery. It's stinky. It's uh, it's different. It's a variety of colors. And it's seeds. waste. It's literally waste. Your body's like, this has got to go. Right. And it, we, were, we were two girls, one bowl in there, you know? Like, that's why it was even worse, because it was two wet ones. It'd be one thing if I had a big snake in there, and she had a couple snakes in there, but it was just two piles of human discharge. Yeah, and there's toilet paper. You're throwing toilet paper in? It must have been a whole oh, potpourri. Yeah, it, was, it was a mishmash of boom, boom. It was a medley of, of poo-poo. Poopery. Uh-huh. Um, yikes. So, yeah, well, glad that's that out. fixed. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's all yours. Have at it if you got to take a real uh, poo-poo. No, I don't like road games. I like to really shit at home, if possible. I don't like them either, but I've, I've done it, and I'm not against it, but I don't love it. Well, speaking of... Having to shit. This is, listen to how serendipitous this is. Please. So the other day, Friday, uh, I got a, first of all, I did nine spots in three days. We are back in this Woo-wee! city. And I want to talk about Wednesday when we hung out together a little bit. We had a nice run into. That was fun. That was, that felt like 1988 again. It was great. It was like a hot bar show, packed out. Everybody's killing, hanging, laughing, drinking. That was the glory days. I, I saw you at Williamsburg, the apartment show outside. Remember that? Williamsburg. Adam Muller. Oh, yeah. That was, I, was, I wasn't expecting to see you there. That was fun. That was nice. We rode the train back to the city. I mean, that really felt like 1991. I mean, yeah. on the subway, pushing each other in the bushes, talking comedy. Yes. I got some real work done that night. That was fun. But so all these spots are back. We're running around. But Friday, we're, we're sitting around and, you know, you try to work all day. You try to do podcasts, promote, write, yes. shoot a sketch, write a sketch, fuck your dad. And so Banjo. Friday comes around. It feels like weekend. You want to get some work done, but it's you're like, you know what? I'm getting an itch. It's party time. Excellent. And so I go, hey, let's go to the movie. I look up a movie. Quad Cinema right over here in the village, 13th and between 6th and 5th. Yep. It's an old cinema that's been redone. It's all refurbished. They got some weird, weirdo indie bullshit. Oh, yeah. I know that one. That's a cute little spot. Yeah, just east of 6th Avenue on 13th. Great theater. If you're in New York, go check it out. The Quad. And so I found this movie called The The Killing of Two Lovers. And how about these numbers? 82 minutes, 93% Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. You don't see that. That's that's some numbers you want to see. You know what I mean? That's lunch. So we go see the movie, and then it's that weird thing. It's a good movie, fun movie. It's like 7.05. My first spot is... Uh, oh, no, it's like 6.45, mm. and we're in the village. My first spot is at the stand, but not till like 8.45. So we got mm. that weird two-hour thing. We're like, we'll go to the diner. Waverly Diner's oh, over here. I love it. Dinner and a movie. But... I ate a bunch of M&M's at the movie, so I got the candy grossness. You can't not eat the bag of M's. I need the M's. So then we go to Waverly, which is my favorite diner of all time. We sit down, and Sarah's like, I guess I'll get a coffee, but it's late in the day to get a coffee. I'm not really starving. And I'm like, I got to tell you, I feel like candy nauseous. I don't know what Mm. we're doing here. I can't eat a waffle with maple syrup. I got too much sugar in my asshole. Can't you get an egg or a salad or a piece of toast? But I'm pretty full. So we did the, the rarest move in the business, which is a tough move. 
We sat with the menus and went, why don't we just get out of here? I love it. We're Good like, for you. What are we going to do? Give them 30 bucks and put food on top of food? It's going to be like your toilet bowl. Good for you. I mean, we, we do it out of instinct. And it's fun to get food brought to you. It's fun to have it, you know, a, a little Guatemalan man go, uh, 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 fried egg, uh, you know? Exactly. So we leave there, and the guy, I'm like, it's not you. It's my favorite diner. I came here after my special. Have you seen it? It's called I Hate Myself. It's got almost 4 million views. He said, I can't stand you. I watch you. You suck. Yeah, yes. Yeah, all right. So we leave, and then we're like, maybe we'll go to the uh, Washington Square Park. And I go, wait a minute. Why don't we go to the cellar? I have to shit. I have to shit this candy out. I checked the lineup. Six o'clock show. Colin Quinn is four. They're like, we'll go see Colin. He's a friend of ours. We love him. I said, we'll go see Colin. That way I'll get to shit. We walk in. Colin has just walked on stage. It's packed. Six o'clock show, packed. So there's two spots in the back in a booth. So we just sit down like like an audience. I go, can we just sit here? Oh, wow. We're in a booth. Watching Colin rips, what? kills. I mean, he's got new. You can't believe this new. Oh man! First of all, Quinn is like the most underrated comedian ah, of all time. He's like fan. top five all time, and huge everyone always fan. does the the Burr. And I've said this about Gullman a lot too. Gullman and Quinn underrated. Everyone's I like agree. Burr or Louis or Chappelle. Oh I, my God, rock! I'd throw Nick Griffith in as well. Exactly. I mean, there's these guys that people just don't. Uh, you know, they don't. Get the mentions. Yes. So he's unbelievable. He's got all this new stuff about uh, politics, the state of things, but none of it's heavy-handed. It's just hilarious. Perfectly nails it. He's absolutely killing, and it's so fun because I love the guy so much. So he comes off. I run up. I give him a big hug. I kiss him on the lips. I say, my God, you got it, Jerry. And he goes, oh, great. And I say, well, hey, we're getting out of here. We just stopped by to see you. And in the back, I hear Mike Yargo up next. Chris Rock. Whoa. And, you go, ah. and no, I go, is this VU? This is the VU. Okay. And I go, you know what? I was just kidding. We came to see you and Chris. We run back and then we've already left. We've said goodbye. You know, I got lipstick on my eyes and sure. we run back over, jump back in the booth before anyone else could take it. We sit, we watch Chris Rock and he does the bit you told me about where he's reading from his phone. Oh, wow. Talk, and this is like blowing the room apart. Wow. Colin's over there. He's laughing. It's like one of these magical nights. I just came down to shit. Oh my God. It's nice when you can go enjoy some comedy hold on oh that was a delay boy, quite a pregnant pause on that <laughs> air like biscuit Whew, that hurt i think i pulled my hymen it didn't sound good so but then i'm on stage and i'm getting the feels because you know these guys used to drive in together in the 50s oh that's true brooklyn cats yeah they're both brooklyn guys they started like a few months apart they used to take turns driving and now here they are back to back they're in their late 70s yes yes still killing the game we're killing everything a game now it's all the game <laughs> everything could be a game he's the best in the game he's right. killing the game i don't know what the hell it is the serial game. killer game's getting out of control <laughs> it stinks i hate games hunger games blows you're an idiot if you like it but game of thrones uh that one sucks also oh yeah Game. Game time. Game Boy. I hated <laughs> just black and white. I didn't yeah, get it. The screen. Where's Game Girl, by the way? Or Game Trans? <laughs> oh, no, that was it's a all Sega. Game Blacks, Game whatever. Gamecocks. Ah, South Carolina. That's right. Anyways, we watch Rock. We watch Quinn. It's this magical night. And then you leave there, and Sarah spots at the view, but later, and, I, and I'm at the view at like one. I go walk to the stand with me. We walk over the stand. Ari's there. Great night. Three sets there. Hung out with Stavros, uh, Ari, the whole thing. But anyway, the point is, I had to take a shit, so I was like, let me go shit over here. Got to see Chris Rock, Colin Quinn, back-to-back, two of the best ever. I'm so <laughs> impressed that you, uh, because sometimes, especially with your lady, things get a little rote. They get a little uh, uh, routine, and, uh, you, and you go you go to the restaurant, and everything in your body is going, I'm sitting here, we have the menus, 
I'm not that hungry, but fuck it. And you said no, and you pushed against, and you 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 pushed through that little awkwardness of telling the Guatemalan guy, "Yeah, we're gonna go." And he goes, "But my family." And you go, "Ah, I gotta go." And and you did it. Well, we were wild. I was like, "How grateful are you that we didn't sit at Waverly? We went and saw I know. two of the greats, and then you get the dopamines because you're like, that was great. You're great. No, you're great.' And that was fun. And then the next day, he called. He's like, "How good is rock right now?" And I was like, "How good is rock? How good are you?" And he's ah. like, "Oh, stop it. Let's talk about rock." He's very humble. And I said, "No, you're the best. And rock's fine. He stinks." You're I want to hear about some of that off air, mind you. But I, I think I saw the the meat of it with that Chappelle set. I saw a pop in that he did, and it was raw and delirious. Yeah, so good. I saw him last night too at the cellar. He came after one after me which was fun it's ah. funny you know the feeling when you come off stage and you can feel something's happening yes like yes. all of a sudden comics are running over to the corner and you're like oh somebody something's going on oh here. yeah oh yeah i feel like he's getting back he got he's divorced back. he's uh been sued 17 times he's 68 as you said yeah something's cooking something's boiling up yeah I mean, he's got some killer new stuff all right, that's enough for me. For well, uh, I got to tell you this, and this is a little, ad- we're going to change lanes to adorable land, but uh, so I'm hanging out, me and Sally Q's, Fat Sal, the Q's, mm-hmm. our Kramer, he, giddy up, he and I get lunch once a week and just mull everything over. It's nice to have a non-comedy guy who gets comedy, he's comedy adjacent, he shoots, he films, he queefs, but... We have lunch, and he's got a wife and a kid, and we, 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 we do the whole gamut. Sure. And we go to a diner, we go gay, we blow each other. And after he goes, well, I got to let you go because I'm picking my kid up from school. Okay. And I go, wow, that's so adult. I'm going to go home and uh, learn how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and jerk off to uh, Stormy Daniels. Sure. So we have very different lives, but I was like, I'm going to go with you. Oh, fun. So I go with him, and it was just such a fascinating experience because it's so not our wheelhouse. We pull up to this, you know, we walk by these schools, PS81 or whatever the hell. There's all these parents outside. I mean, not give away the school. But. I, I could be wrong. I don't even know if that is a school. It's it's PS9000, whatever. And uh, sounds like a computer. <laughs> so well, that's the air conditioner you got. You got to get the PS9000. But... We pull up to his school. It's all these parents, and all the kids are coming out. They go, Billy, Ricky. They run and hug the kid. They hug the mom. He's got the little backpack on that's too big for him, you know. And uh, he goes, "I'm my kid's with this little his friend. Friend's a bit of a chatterbox. And I go, oh, you know, they're kids. These kids are you know, this tall. They're adorable. Sure. Kid runs out. Daddy hugs Salacuse. Salacuse is holding hands. It's like it's a bit of a culture shock. You know, you're like, whoa, I'm holding hands with a kid over here. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a li- legally allowed to do this. But either way, this kid, this the other kid, not the Sal's kid, he's like, I found a cockroach in the basement and it shit in my mouth and my dad killed it in front of me and I cried all. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> so then Sal is such a great dad. We go to the bodega and it's such a New York thing. I grew up in Louisiana. It's so fascinating. We're crossing Eighth Avenue. We go to a bodega. They're like, I want that. He gets them a, a candy bar. They wolf it down. They got chocolate all over their assholes. Then he brings him to aftercare program, and the whole thing was wild. I, I got a tear. It's quite a, it's quite a sight. It's weird in these uh, children's world because I, I dabble myself in Seattle, and it's wild because you're like, can I be here? Is this okay? Yes. And they're like, yeah. And then the kid comes running up, and then everyone's looking at you like, who's this son of a bitch piece of shit? Right. And I'm like, uh, my thing is I'm always afraid that someone's going to recognize me. Like, I know that guy. He says 
He fucks kids on every episode of his show. <laughs> so it is scary. And I think about that all the time. When you're around kids, you're like, I, I got a, I got two nieces, two nephews. Some are little, some are older. Yeah. And it's hard because you're like, if anybody recognizes the podcast, they're going to be like, that guy's made 48 jokes about eating out of six-year-olds. Oh, yeah, today. Yeah, and I'm worried someone, because we get recognized on the street. I'm worried somebody's going to go, queef it up. And the kid's going to go, what the hell's a queef? I'm going to tell my mom about queefing, and she's going to talk about it. You're like, no, no, shut up. But... Uh, just the moment from, and I know I'm not a parent, but the moment from walking to school to the five blocks of the aftercare, whoo, I'm just telling this kid's going to hit by a car. Should we give him candy? Can I touch him? Is he is he retarded? I don't know what's going on. And then that was five blocks. I was like, uh, that's why I don't know if I can have a kid. No, it's terrifying. I feel that way in the beach all the time. You yes. see a kid like playing and he's ankle deep and I'm like, pick him up, get him out of there. The tide, yes, are you yes. fucking idiot? A riptide, it kills 48 adults every 10 minutes. You got a three-year-old over there. Yeah, swimming pools kill more people a year than guns. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I think we had this conversation. We looked it up, and that's insanely incorrect. Give it a goog. Yeah, I think this happened on air, and you said it with such confidence that I was like, oh, okay. And then later I looked it up, and it's like 100 to 1 guns to pools. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, how could that possibly be true? Well, you waddle in, you you drown, you're in a diaper, you flip upside down. These kids don't know the, the backstroke. I mean, just think about it. One mass shooting where there's like 22 people killed. That's Was true. 22 people drowned in a pool that day? Ah, uh, well, I think you spread it out. I'm just saying, but that one day, I mean, how many are there per day? A pool. I mean, the gun deaths, I mean, Chicago alone, I think there's like, there was 38 in October or something. It's a good point. And blacks don't swim. All right. <laughs> um, but, well, I mean, every black guy I know can't swim. But I mean, I, I think that stat is just wildly incorrect but i could be wrong i think i read it on a uh, bazooka gum wrapper in 81 so who the hell knows but uh, there's a lot of these things you hear not you well you as the the human you yes like i think we might have talked about this also where someone told me for years the sun shines more in denver than la and i just spread that around I've the main coastline i was spreading all that, over that's true now there's more main coastline than any other state no, no. We decided this years uh, ago. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I heard it rains more in New York than in Seattle. No, that's ridiculous. Too. All right. We got to look this up. inch, but it's days there. But Hawaii is the rainiest. Uh-huh. It rains for eight seconds. At a Hawaii, you've been there, huh? Yeah, sure. Beautiful, Twice. beautiful, just a special place. It rains. You can drink it. Then it just stops, and it's a little cooler. And then it's sunny again. It's a magical place. Those natives over there got it made. Speaking of native. Yes. Wow. Nicely done. I can't find Tuesdays here. with Stories is brought to you by Native Deodorant featuring the new face and body sunscreen uh it's getting hot out there folks and that sun is piercing the skin you want to have some sunblock you want to have some sunscreen plus we've been trapped inside for basically a whole year you got to get out so put this stuff on be safe you got to do it uh native cares about what you put on your body they stop the stink right away that's the key i use the deodorant the lady uses the deodorant and it just cuts down that wicked son of a B.O. I mean, it really just kills you. So uh, get on the Native. You know Native for the legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but they take the same philosophy and put that into the body wash, the toothpaste, the mineral-based sunscreen, and uh, help your face and body. It's lightweight, absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. Hmm. Their mission is to overhaul your entire hygiene routine. We're putting all kinds of chemicals on our body, up our ass, 
Go natural, go healthy, go native, folks. Tell them how, JoJo. Hey, stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash stories or use promo code stories at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's Native, D-E-O.com slash stories or use promo code stories at checkout for 20% off your first order. You got that right. Tuesday Stories is also brought to you by Raycon. You got to love the Raycon. They look good. They sound good. I'm telling you, that sound is crystal clear. I wear them in bed just to lay and, and hear cool musical sounds and of the ocean and trees and crickets. That's my act. But yeah, it's just great. Love the Raycon. They pick up right away off your phone. Hell of a Bluetooth. And a uh, big fan Take the Raycons with you everywhere, on a plane, on a train, and uh, Raycon wireless earbuds give you the crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Mm. Yes, Raycons, they look great. They come in a range of colors. They're comfortable, and they give you customizable tips to fit your ear. We all got different ear holes, folks, so other ones just let you wedge something right in there, some piece of plastic. This has got the nice rubber thing. It fits right into your drum. So get on the cons, get on the rays, and uh, they won't let you down. Bluetooth pairing is seamless, and boy, these puppies hold a charge with 24-hour battery life. That lasts an entire day. Tell them how, Fatty. Hey, listen up. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners. Just go to buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. That's it. You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. That's 15% off buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. One more time. By Raycon.com slash Tuesdays. Tuesday stories also brought to you by Sunday Custom Lawn Plans. Look, I I grew up mowing lawns. I know all about the lawn, the weeds, the roots, the brown leaves, the pests. It's a nightmare. You got to get to the source. Get to the root of it. Is your lawn a little dingy? Well, watch it thrive with your own custom lawn care plan from Sunday. It's like a personalized meal kit for your grass. Get all the nutrients your lawn needs and nothing else. It's all natural and it works. Sunday uses soil and climate data to create tailored nutrient plan for your exact location. Just go to GetSunday.com, put in your home address, and get a free lawn analysis. That is amazing. What? We got all this technology. We might as well use it. What are we, a bunch of Wiccans? Let's use science and get a great lawn. Tell them how, sloppy jalopy. Well, I just want to say, I mean, I sent this to my dad. They offered us a free one. I sent it to my father. I mean, he is loving it. It is by far Woo! the best gift I've ever gotten. I, like, stumbled upon this gift. I want to thank them for allowing us a free Sunday. But if you got a dad, an uncle that doesn't uh, say much, yes. get this. If he's got a lawn, every dad, uncle, brother, cousin. I'm being sexist here. I'm sure women like their lawn. Whoever it is Lesbians. that does the lawn. Get them this gift. It is killer. My dad is loving it. He's jumping over the moon, doing backflips, still not talking, but whatever. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this summer. Visit GetSunday.com slash Tuesdays to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash Tuesdays. A seriously great gift. All yes. right. And I think it's Father's Day coming up, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, in June, yeah. yeah. That's right. It All is right. June. So, hey, throw your dad a nice piece of grass. 
All right. Well, what else you got? I mean, my God, this uh, is... Uh, well, I, I want to cover two things, but I don't want to hog too much. But uh, I'll throw one out, then then maybe we'll alternate. But uh, did Virginia Beach, you ever been there? I have. We talked about it. Remember Big J, the double booking, oh, David Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. And I got to tell you, this sounds... Maybe this is a bad idea to bring this up, but I'm, I'm down there with Fat Chris Al and uh, Umar Khan. Just having, having your host and your feature, like guys you know, it just... Just eases the pain, and there's no like walking into the green room like who's who's it gonna be? Right. Some fat guy with a neck tattoo and a harmonica or whatever the hell. But you know, uh, just fat Chriselle and just hanging, cool, relaxing. Umar's uh, getting sloppy and drunk. He's a real he's a runner, and he's like a eat right kind of guy. So on the mm. weekends, he's eating pancakes and pussy and <laughs> shooting pistolas into the air, smoking blunts. So it's fun to watch him uh, just throw his life away, but. Cool room. It's like in the Burbs in one of those weird towns where there's like all the same shit. Cheesecake Factory, a Sephora, a Cold Stone, a Funny Bone, uh, a Bravo Italian Kitchen. You know, it's a very molly. Cucina. Yes. And uh, just a great time. Not a bad little room. Tiny room. Tight stage. You know, you've been there. They got the balcony. It's an upper deck, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Upper decker. And uh, it's so funny because this is going to sound bad, but... You get there, and they're like, wow, you're on time. Wow, you didn't blow the light. Mm. Wow, you didn't have 30,000 people in the green room uh, smoking weed and, uh, you know, fucking bitches. Thank you. Wow. We appreciate right. it. Jeez. Yeah, we sold merch. We made a fortune. We cleaned up. We, uh, we hit the beach one day, and uh, hell of a little boardwalk. It's like Florida out there, except the people are way uglier. Wow. And it's a nice beach. You swim, dip in. Clean beach, jump in the water, boardwalk. Uh, yeah, you can tell in the 50s it was really popping, you know. Right. But it's kind of uh, shit the bed a little bit. But look, the food ain't great and the people are fat as shit. But uh, for a 41-minute flight from New York, it, it ain't, it's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. I got to get down there because I remember I drove there. I think ah. I told you my car broke down. I was late for the Super Bowl. It was a whole thing. But I was looking because when you were down there, I was curious. I was like, I wonder what it's like to drive. But I think it's like almost seven hours. Oh, but a yeah. flight, you're right down there, bang. And I assume Chris drove, so you had the car. Yeah, he drove. Umar drove. We had the car, and we just took it easy. And you get that sun on your jizz and just a fun little weekend. We had we worked on new stuff. We don't you love a week? You get a lot of work done. You're like, I left that weekend with two new jokes. That's what I need this week. I'm going to Des Moines this weekend. Funny bone. Hit me up. Come by. Whatever. Don't hit me up. Just come. Yes. But uh, I got Steve Rogers coming, and it's hard because the flight was $950. They jacked up all these flights. They Are you noticing you. these they, flights? Of course. Especially when you got to connect. You're ruined. Des Moines and Kansas City, both. I just booked both. Ah. Both were $600 flights. I, like It's ridiculous. Yeah, these are shit towns. What are we doing, folks? You're lucky I'm coming. I, I don't get it, but I think they're just jack up the prices because they lost so much money, whatever, and now they got us by the tits. Yep. And there's limited flights to all these towns still. Right. So right. That's what it is. Whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I'd like to go down there. It sounds like a great weekend, but I have the same thing. I'm like, I got to go and get work done, and Steve's a writer, and he laughs and everything, so he's a guy I can bounce with. I'm looking forward to it. And no offense, uh, Des Moines, <laughs> great people, nice eggs, fun club, but... Not a ton to do out there, if you know what I mean. That's what I'm like. Should I rent a car? But the flight was already $800. Yeah, fuck so you have it. to make this decision of like, maybe I break even, but we have a nice time. Not break even, but you know, you're like, maybe I make only a few hundred bucks, but we have a good time. We yeah. have the car. There's those gigs sometimes you have to make that decision to right. be like, if we have a car, we can go to 
wherever. I can go to Chipotle because you got the Chipotle gift cards, which we appreciate. Yes. And I got Cheesecake Factory gift cards, which is Ooh. so nice. People give me cheesecake. That's like, big. unbelievable. We thank you. Big. But if you don't have a car, you can't go there. So I'm like, I feel like I'm losing money. Yeah. It would balance if I rent a car, I can drive to a place that I eat for free. Right. Well, why not just look at it like a work weekend? Because I've been to that funny boat. There ain't nothing in that area. I know. You got to like walk. PC, Office Depot, you know, shit like that. Maybe a movie theater. It's very molly, but maybe you could just like, hey, this is a good excuse to hunker down. I'll get uh, Big Dick Steve in my hotel room. I'll blow him, and then we write. But here's the thing with the hunker down. You're only, there's like studies on this. You're only like capable of maximum work That's of it for true. Like four hours a day. That's a lot. It's yeah. lower than we th- like. So even if you're writing and you know, you, I mean, other than maybe Sam, but you can't write all day. No, Eventually no, no. you're like, all right, let me uh, of course, jerk off, of watch a TV show, watch a game. And you want to eat and that replenishes you because really with writing to me, it's when you go to the restaurant. You can sit all day and write yes. and bounce bits. What about this? And you go, yes. all right, maybe that's something. But then you put the pen down, you close the books, you go to Cheesecake, and you go, what's up with this lady? I can smell her pussy from here. Hey, that's not bad. Maybe right. uh, it smells like the four cheese pasta. Hey, write that. That's yes. the real writing is the hanging out. And it makes comedy harder because we used to always all be together. I know. Plus, getting to know somebody helps. Right. When you first meet, you're like, oh, yeah, I grew up in Whitman, and my dad, uh, you know, he plowed me with a go-kart, and you're like, that's a bit. And you're like, that's that a is bit. a bit. And yes. then you get older, and you're like, ah, did you see uh, who said the N-word this week? That's crazy. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a bit. It's no bit. Yeah, I love Montreal, but, yeah, you're so right. And But you remember those fantasies you used to tell me about uh, with, uh, sorry, the, the feet look or the legs look great in those pants. Ah, uh, never mind. But, pants I was returning. But uh, remember you used to tell me how Rock, Chris Rock used to hire like eight of the funniest guys he knew, fly him to Hawaii, they'd go up in the Four Seasons, and they'd rent out the ballroom or the balcony, and they'd eat out there, lobster, and then they would work on his act? Yes, his pants could use a little ballroom. It's uh, very hot out. But yes. yes, exactly. You get people to hang out, and you, you spend time, and you, you go chuck a jive. But it can have an adverse effect also because... I'm now not thinking about bits because I'm getting the laughs from the buds. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a comic, you need oh, laughs one way or the other. So if you're by yourself with one other person, you write jokes so you can go get laughs. Good point. But if you're hanging out with people, I'm like, I don't need to write jokes. I'm getting laughs in real time. Yes. I just zinged you. I called Ari or whatever. I, I said this about this guy's pants. And so you're getting that. You're getting it out that way. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, to you? I hear you. But I think it's it's writing styles too. Some people just want the written bit. I don't care who, where I got it. I'll kill my mom to get a new punch. But I think you're a hangouty, natural writer guy. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 all tri- it's all pipes, Jerry. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know how we went off on this. Oh, but yeah, Des Moines. Yeah. So Des Moines. anyways, I'll figure it out when we get there. But maybe we'll take Ubers or whatever. By the way, Ubers fucking us right in the they, mouth out here. They went the same with the flights. They first of all they killed the cabs. They shot them in the face, and then they said, "Well, now that we're the only dick in town, we're gonna plow you right in your mom's mouth." It's Brutal. Let me see what I have here because I did something. Ah, geez. I got a couple things. Hey, put it in my ass. Well, I got to talk about, first of all, the Patreon is just popping off. I mean, this is like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Thanks to everyone that joined. 
Chuck should be on HBO. He should be on a mountain getting blown by a zebra. I mean, this guy is next level. Don't give him any ideas. Yeah, it's true. And we got to shout out Salacuse, too, who flew to fucking Los Angeles to shoot your ass. What a loser. Uh, That's what I was thinking. He came to my show Saturday, and uh, he came to the park yesterday. He's a sweet little guy. He's my hero. I love him to pieces. I'm so glad he's in my life, and I'm glad he's mingling with all you Jews. Well, we had a nice Salacuse versus Chuck debate on camera. What? Hopefully Wait no one's offended. Well, this is going to be on the Patreon. They're different anals, these two. I mean, you got the shooter and the, and the shooty. Uh, I mean, the, the, the one guy shoots it and the other guy edits it, and it's a different world. Well, we based it on just name alone, and uh, <laughs> the people involved in the debate don't really know either guy, so that's what made it such a fun okay, situation. That's but that's fair. on the Patreon. It was me and Stavros debating who stinks and who's great, and uh, we went back and forth. Okay. We really trashed both of them, but... <laughs> We got a so I did the show the PS one hundred nine Cantor and I do the show and what how about this lineup Stavros Halkius Giannis Papas two Greek yep uh, who else I was trying to think of another famous Greek but I couldn't Stamos all I can think of was Yanni which is so close to Giannis ah, too close and then there's Dino Stapalopoulos oh comic. yeah George Stephanopoulos there you go. Eh, it doesn't matter. The Greeks are worthless. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Giannis, had a good run. Stavros, Ranon, ah. a lot of portly funny guys on yes, the show. portly is funny. And then there's Sarah, Cantor, and I'm going to forget his last name. Chase, guy from Houston. He's got a French last name. Chase. Joe Devereaux. Where'd he come from? Houston. Ah. Um, but anyways, he hosted. He was great. And uh, just a killer show. We packed it out. It was one of those ones. I texted Salakus. I said, hey, you feel like coming up, hanging out, and shooting this thing? No pressure. Just get a few minutes, and then we'll send it off to Chuck. And he said, sure, I'll do that. What the hell? He's Kramer. So he rode his bike up, which was adorable. Yeah. And then I ordered a bunch of pizzas. We sat in Canner's bedroom, and uh, Salakus sat on the bed, which is a big mistake because Ooh. Canner's a germaphobe. Ooh. And Canner didn't have the heart to tell him, and I didn't have the heart to tell him. So I just, everyone just sat there awkwardly. Salakus had no idea. He's doing snow angels in uh, the bed. Well, that's a tough thing with these New York apartments. There's nowhere to sit. There's, there's eight. There's four seats and 20 people. There's nowhere to sit. Plus, these germaphobes. Get real. Get real. Germs don't go to a butt and then jump in your bed. But, I mean, it was bad news. He's like, what's up with this blanket? He's, like, swirling uh, in it. He's sleeping in it. He coughed in it. He masturbated on the sheets. I mean, Cantor burned the place down and moved to Hawaii. But Oh, my. I picture him doing a George. He's shirtless doing the photo shoot on the bed. Oh, he hates him. He couldn't believe it. But... <laughs> Anyway, so he came up. We ate pizza. We talked baseball. We watched baseball. We shoot the video. Then Stavro showed up early because he wanted to watch basketball. So we got like a half-hour podcast of video podcasts of me and Stavros debating D.C. versus Washington, basketball versus mm. hockey, comedy, uh-huh. the whole thing. Well, Giannis came in. So that's going to be out soon. Chuck's going to edit that together magically, I'm sure. That'll be great. And uh, But just a killer show. And it felt good to be producing shows, packed house, everybody killed again. And I just love Stavros. I don't get to see the guy oh, too much. Stavros is the best. He's a he's a cherubic just nugget of joy. Yeah, and then Ron on. So great hang, great <laughs> show. Everyone came, loved it, good time. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for that one. I just want to say thanks to everyone that came out and and get on that Patreon because that's going to be a great episode two. We got some funny stuff. There was a guy in a wheelchair went up to introduce Sarah, which was oh, really crazy. Weird. It was wacky. All right, all on camera. You'll you'll get it. On the Patreon, 
Plus, the doc, there's a 42-minute documentary of you going around L.A., which is insane. you got to see this it's thing. It's unbelievable. It's, it's like Netflix level. We, we don't want to lose Chuck. He's such a goddamn dream, this guy. God, we love you, Chucky. And what are you worried about losing him already? I'm just, just saying. He's, he's so good. I'm scared he's going to get scooped up by Scorsese or something. He scooped the niblets. But... I got to throw this out there. Oh, what do you got? I just want to throw one quick thing. We had a park hang yesterday. We missed you. Oh, it was a hell of a day for me. You said you were coming, and then oh. Ari said, no, he's working with me, so I had to get it from him. I forgot all As about usual. It. I'm sorry. Great park hang, 90 degrees, Central Park, in the shade, good group, bunch of comics hang out. Afterwards, everyone runs off to spots. Canner and I just throw the Frisbee for about a half hour. I say, let's go to Shake Shack. We go over to Shake Shack. What do you think of this? Just give me your opinion. Hit me with it. I please, this please. I order double cheeseburger, fries, hot day, exciting, glass of water. He gets the cheeseburger with all the fixings. The lady brings it over. We're dining inside, which is great. She brings it over. There's a thing of uh, like oh, ranch dressing oh, and a yeah. barbecue. Huh. And I go, listen, I, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to need a ketchup, more ketchup than you're thinking, all the ketchup. Bring me a pile. And she goes, we're out of ketchup. Oh! A, a cheeseburger and french fry place that's out of burgers and out of ketchup. How are you going to sell burgers and fries with no ketchup? I mean, don't you think... And that's I said, horrible. What country is this? I said, the lady, I said, you got to be kidding. And she's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, that's a deal. I would not come here. And, she's, uh. and she laughs. And I'm like... No, seriously. Wow. And I don't want to get into it with her because she makes $4 a day, but I'm like, <laughs> you got to put a sign on the door that says yeah. no ketchup. And I know I'm a food cunt, but this isn't like, hey, we're out of uh, onion rings. Right, right. A burger without ketchup is like a pussy with, with hair on without it. Doing it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worthless. Yes. It's, I'm with you. I, I need the ketchup. And I need mountains of it. I need a gallon of cat soup. We call it Irish marinara in my house. But what do you think of this move? All right. I so like I it. Go, I, I, if I don't go get ketchup, I'm going to whip this in this woman's face yeah, and you take better, a shit in the window. You better shake shack your hot ass over to the bodega. So, But I said, hey, I'm in New York City. This bodega is every hundred yards. So I said, I'll be right back. And I left. And it was like a Woody Allen movie. I jogged past the window. <laughs> And I went up a block and a half, go to the bodega. There's a dusty bottle of ketchup for four bucks. I yeah. said, I'll take one of these. I, I should have been like Santa Claus and bought all of them, double-armed, and just thrown them on uh, the Well, they should have reimbursed you is what they should have done. I went and got the ketchup. It's four bucks. I hand them cash. Jog back a, a block and a half. I come back in with the ketchup, and Canner's like spitting his food, <laughs> punching his, you know, fist bumping. I get back, and now... Instead of the bullshit packets, I got a full oh. barrel of ketchup, and I just streamed it everywhere. I was squirting Ooh. it. I was like fucking Lloyd Christmas, stripping in my face. I put it on a lady's wig. Lick it up. Lick it up. I mean, it was amazing. So great ketchup, burger, and then I left it behind. And, what? Uh, you left it? Yeah, because I had a backpack full. I don't want to leave it for someone else. Pay it forward. Ah, yes. So good move, right? Great move. I love it. I, I'm so proud of you. I mean, what a power move. They should have been they should have given you the four dollars. Fuck them, but you gotta have ketchup. What is this? You know, gay root? Insane. This is insane. You're shake shack. What else are you gonna run out of? I mean, I really think salt. If you're out, it's whatever. Some people eat without ketchup, they don't like sugar, whatever the bullshit. I do think you have to say, just so you know, before you order, we don't have ketchup. Yeah. I mean, that's that crazy. is an insane 
deal breaker to me. I agree, and I'm with you on the ketchup, and I feel bad, and it's this snooty New York highfalutin coos who'll give you just a cunt hair full of red sauce. I'm like, what are you kidding? I, the fry doesn't even fit in the uh, receptacle, you fucking whore. I hate the package. Chick-fil-A is the best ones, the ones oh, you can dip. They got the, more ketchup. The peel. The peel and dip. Yes. They're very appealing. Uh, I hate myself. My I'll eyes are peeled. Myself. All right. Oh, well, God. either way, I'm with you on the ketchup. I love that, and that that, that could be a sketch, I wonder. That'd be a fun little little mm. clip. Little I'm video. sure Sal Cuse will email. We love you, Cuse. All right. Well, speaking of wheelchairs, I'm going. I'm throwing it back to the uh, to the cripple guy. But uh, me and Ari, listen to this day I had. We did. We did a uh, Virginia. I okay. noticed my flight lands at four. I'm like, oh, oh man, I was gonna. I mean, I'll sleep in. Airport at three. Get leave at two. I get the whole day to sleep. Whatever. Hungover. Then I realized. Wait. The show at Soul Joel's is at 6. Oh, boy. Which means you got to leave at 3. Yes, it's a long drive. Yeah, so I can't land at 4 and then just figure it out. So I had to change my flight, but the only one available is a 7.30 a.m. flight. Okay. Which means you got to be there at 6.30, which means you got to get up at 5.45. You know how it goes. We do the math every week. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night, we do two shows sold out. We rock it. Last show is one of the, the first show was like dicey, and then the second show was amazing. So you leave on a high note. Then I go, look, I, I got to take it easy tonight. We got a we got a flight in the morning. So we grab a couple of White Claws. And you know when you're walking in a hotel, you're like, I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go to a restaurant. But you find that weird nook in a hotel that has a couple of seats, and it's quiet and tucked away. Oh, I love a hotel nook. I'm all nook. Love a nook, because that's all you need. You got the funny guys. You got the booze. You got the conversation. You got the friendship. You got the the seats. That's it. And diversity. Ah, yeah, we got a packy, a blackie, and a whitey. So, yeah, it was a great hang, and we're just chatting it up and, like, comedy and doing bits and the whole thing. And... I guess we went too long, and I was like, "Shit, it's two a.m. I gotta, I gotta get back." So then you don't go to bed uh, till three, and then the alarm goes up, five forty-five. So oh boy. we're running on two and a half hours of sleep. You get to the airport. I'm in zombie mode. By the way, I went to the United. I got United Lounge. Okay, I got a pass, so that helps. So I'm wolfing down muffins and and dick and all this shit. <laughs> And, uh, you know, drinking cocoa and coffee, get on the flight. I'll sleep on the flight. It's a 41-minute flight. Can't even get a wink in. I'm just no. thinking. I'm crazy. The coffee, whatever. Land, and I go, all right, I have to do a podcast at 1. Then leave 1, 1 to 2, then go meet Ari at 2.30, and then we go to we go to the, uh, the Soul Joel. Jesus. Nightmare. So I land, and I just lay in bed. I'm like, I'm getting an hour of sleep. I set my alarm for noon. Alarm was set for midnight. Oversleep. Oh, God. Wake up at 12.48. I grab a bunch of merch. I smell like shit. I got morning oh. breath. I go to the studio. We do a pod. I fake it till I make it. And it's a drinking pod. So oh. I'm drinking. Now I'm half in the bag. It's a hot day. I'm woozy. I'm sweaty. I'm all, I look like fucking, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh... Mike Tyson? No, no. Joan Baez? Nick Nolte in that ah. mugshot. I'm like, ah, I got a Hawaiian shirt on. My hair's flipping and flopping. 
We do the pod. I run down to meet Ari. It's hot. I got bags of merch because I'm like, I'm selling this merch. You know, you have the excess merch that you didn't sell. Oh, yeah. That's all I have. My, <laughs> my basement is just the excess merch factory. Yeah. Well, I'm I like shot glasses still from 1985. It's like the great escape. I'm unloading this. I am getting rid of this. Even though I'm barely awake, I got one eye closed. I got jizz in my mouth. And I just, I'm hauling through the East Village. You know, Ari lives on Avenue 14 and uh, Avenue F. I don't know there. what he's doing over there. It's like, it's like a bat. Batman villain. He's like, I'm on Avenue X in the corner yes. of 68. I'm like, what are you talking? What are you, the penguin? Yeah, <laughs> you're in a layer over here. I didn't know that that street existed. So I'm, ah, I'm sweating. Hobos are like, look at this fucking loser. You know? Hanley moved over there too. He's like, it's really? the perfect distance to walk to the cellar. I'm like, is it? This is the perfect distance. Exactly. I'm like, you're, you're 22 minutes, not to mention you passed three skid rows. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, you're going to get killed. The subway doesn't even go over there. The subway's like, that's too dirty. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I think these people, they not Phil, but Ari, they want to be different. They want to be like, I'm outside the box. I live in the East River on a uh, yacht or a fucking, whatever you call it. What's boat the thing house. that floats? Yeah. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, a raft. Raft, that's the yeah, word. I said, yeah, I confused yacht and raft, which is really the opposite. I'm yeah. not a good writer, but. The Cubans love a raft. It's just like, what are you What are you doing over there? It's shit. These people, especially the, the Brooklyn people. Oh, I live oh, in East New York. I'm it's in, crazy. Well, we'll get to that. So I find Ari just goes, "Hey, you're taking too long." I was I was super late, so he's like, "Where are you? I'll just drive there." And I'm like, "Thank you." So he picks me up. He's got Vecchio in the front seat. We got uh, James Matter in the back. I'm like, "Woo!" And you you start perking up because you're around some fun loving uh, positive people. Sure, Percocet. Great car ride. We drive out there. We get there in record time. Soul Joel now has a taco truck on that motherfucking yes, lot. He does. I didn't know about that. So. And there's no more games. It's uh, He's got a couple interns. They're going for college credit. This kid whips his waters. You never have water at Soul Joel's. Yes. This guy's whipping waters at us. Soul Joel, hey, have a burrito. Have a taco. I got chicken. I got pastor. I got beef. Like, oh, hey. And uh, he's pulling out White Claws and all this shit. Dina shows up. Veter shows up. I mean, we are cooking. First show sold out. We all kill. Ari closes it. Ari, I got to say, never a great comic, but... This guy's been in uh, a gay route for six months, and he comes out swinging, kills it, ripping, new shit, vaccine jokes, like all kinds of stuff. Great stuff. We we sell merch. I finally get that merch off my hands. Uh, the comedy artwork guy's out there. He's got a bazaar. He's got a booth full of posters and magnets and stickers. I saw the photo. Wouldn't wouldn't mind a cut, but uh, hey, Bri- Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, Venmo me, you son of a bitch. I see my face all over the magnets. Neckties, yeah, pair of yeah. shoes with my glasses on it. Come on, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. This guy's making a uh, some sweet coin off your likeness. I gotta be fair. He's demoed us a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, he's a he's nice a, guy. He's a sweet good guy. Kid. Always sends us some cash. I haven't seen him since the '40s, by the way, because the entire Washington D.C. scene has been wiped out. I know. Big Hunt is gone. The other thing. Yeah, DC Draft House. Uh, but a fun moment. We're in the back, and and you know, Brian, he's not a comic, so he's kind of like. I don't want to bother anybody. You know, he's one of those squirrely guys. And he, uh, he's like, oh, I drew a Rogan picture. You know, I'd love for him to see it. And Ari's like, hang on, hang on. Rogan shares it, and now Rogan follows him. And he was wow. like, ah! He's showing the janitor, Rogan's followed me. It was fucking crazy. Oh, it was exciting. a sweet moment. Nice guy. Rogan's such a nice guy, such a misunderstood guy. But whatever. We're not going to get into that whole kitten kaboo. So... Sell the shit. Second show rolls around. 300 people come out. Bunch of gays. Bunch of Ari people. Bunch of Jews. Everybody rips it. 
I'm half in the bag. I had, a, I had an okay set, and uh, we sell the merch. Uh, we jump in the car. I got a handful of beers. Uh, so we start talking comedy. We're ripping it up. Ari goes, it's like 2 a.m. at this point. Ari goes, I feel bad. Where do you live, Mattern? And he goes, Bay Ridge. Oof. And then he goes, where do you live, Mike? And he goes, Astoria, which oh. is not much, unless you're going to the Bronx and Staten Island, there's not much uh, further. Yes, that's the old University of Washington versus University of Miami. Ah, yes. Longest distance. Look at that, yeah. So Ari's like, fuck it, I have a car, I'll bring you. Oh, and we're are like, you going to ride along for that? I got to ride along. So we, we cut through... Jersey into Staten Island onto the Verrazano. That's fun. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I've never Staten, done that route. That's oh, fun. But Ari starts dozing off. So I go, what? Ah, want me to drive? He's like, yeah, you drive. Oh, so my God. Now I'm driving the bus, and uh, I don't know Ari's shit very well. I, I usually navigate, you know, I'm this guy in L.A. Huh? I don't know his whole kitten kit and caboodle, so I don't know what's going on. I miss 18 stops. Oh, and you know, it's Jersey. Everything's detoured. You got to turn here. You got to back up. You got to drive up here. It's like Mario Kart out there. It's a mess. People from the Midwest and Southwest have no idea no what's idea. going on out here. I mean, it oh. is. You see signs like, there's no exit 15. Yes. Exit 14 is actually exit 12. And that's a left-hand exit, but as soon as you left-hand exit, there's a right-hand yes. exit. And this tunnel's closed on days that we're unhappy. Yeah. It's fucking wild. <laughs> it's wild. Wild. It shoots and ladders out there, so I think I put about eight thousand bucks on Ari's Easy Pass because I had to keep going through the toll because I was going the wrong way. And look, it's my fault, but Ari's his big Jew head is uh, leaned up against the window. Mike's uh, looking at his phone, and Mad Dog's doing uh, doing the whole Def Leppard catalog back there. <laughs> he's the sleepiest guy. I don't know if it's because well, he's, he's sixty five years old, but I, every movie I've gone to, every conversation I've had, every podcast I've done, he's in REM sleep. Like. Halfway through, it's embarrassing. It's so bad. Oh, come on, my dead baker. Oh, sorry. Oh, I got real pants on. Sorry, what is this? Water. Is this a cum sock? What is uh, that? It's a lady sock. It's fine, but <laughs> the I'm sure. ladies come in their socks. I come in them anyway. By the way, how funny was uh, Paul Odo at that bar show? Oh man, Paul Odo, underrated that comic. Cum sock thing had me dying. I was thinking about that two days later. Um. Anywho. Uh, anywho. Uh, it's, uh, it's all pipes. It'll dry. All over my vintage slide, pants. Slide over to the, These are thousand dollar pants for God's oh, sake. Oh well, you got ripped off there, fatty. But slide it on over. I don't want you to get uh, upslid on the other side of okay. the thing. So uh, yeah, it'll go down the trench. But anyways, there. he's a sleepy Jew. He's is the a point. sleepy, sleepy hebe, uh, asleep. And uh, this guy, I'm driving the bus. I'm, I'm missing every exit. I can tell Vecchione's breathing fire back there because you know he's older too, and we're getting the clock's ticking. Well, Fine. he's a scary guy, Vecchio. Oh, my God. He could twist me like a pretzel. With just a face, you're like, okay, forget yeah. everything I said. I'm sorry. I love you. You're the best joke writer of our generation, for yeah. God's sakes. But I'm going to jump off a building if you give me a square look oh, like that. Oh, my God. He's got a square jaw. I think he was a rest pro wrestler. He beat Hogan. So finally we get to Bay Ridge. That's a whole other scene down there. We drop off James. He's like, I'm sorry. I live here. We're like, what are you going to do? Now we hop on the BQE. We go straight up. To the moon, to Astoria, boom! We drop off him. Then we bring it back, and at this time, it's you know it's got to be three thirty, and I am just on fumes from the whole day. And uh, remember, I'm on no sleep, drinking, and uh, I'm just like, oh my god, we got here, and we're outside my house, and Ari wants to chat. 
Oh. You know, or he's like, we're, we're standing outside the car. I got like some beers in my hand. He's like, so we got to work on. I'm like, what are you kidding? Let me get out of the house. I'm well, right here. He's fresh. He's been sleeping for 90 <laughs> he's minutes. Got a fresh nap. He got a power nap. It's in. morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I go, hey, hey I got to take a whiz. And I run upstairs and uh, we did it. All's well. Oh, oh, but the wheelchair. So this, you know, this gal, Lou. Lou. She's in a wheelchair. It's a woman. Yes. Cute lady, by the way. Oh, I think I know her. She comes Black to the hair, shows in Royersford. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's like yes. the biggest comedy fan. Yeah, I know she loves her. Ari. She comes to all the shows. Sure. I just love this gal because she's obviously in a wheelchair, and she loves the darkest, fucked up humor. I did like a minute on her, just like, oh, watch over her. She, I, I hit her with my car. She's trying to come back and sue me with all, you know, <laughs> whatever I said. But Lou me. Yeah, she was just so uh, so cool. And then she, we talked after about like canceling. And she's like, "What's going on out there?" And she's like, "I need comedy, and it's weird. People try to take it away." And I'm like, "Hey, preaching to the anal." So uh, just a great night, and just great to see the fans. You, you read all this shit online, and then you see the people's faces, and they they you mean something to them, mm-hmm. and they buy a shirt, and they kiss your ass, and it's fun. Yeah, God bless them. It's it's so nice that we have comedy fans that aren't. In comedy, because so many yes. comedy fans are like, I'm a comic. Right, they start right. doing comedy, so please, everybody stop doing comedy. Keep supporting the show. All the the tweets are so nice. Yes. The emails are so nice. Some of them are viciously mean, but whatever. That's eh, all right. It's part of the part for the anal. Yeah, so thanks for all the support. Thanks for coming. Buy tech. I'm in Des Moines this weekend. I don't know, West Des Moines, whatever it is. Des Moines, Funny Bone. I love that club. And uh, I can't wait to be there. Steve Big Dick Rogers will be there. And then I'm doing the Comedy Club of Kansas City in two weeks. That's June. Shit, I don't know. I dates. hear good things about the room, and it's a fun town. The barbecue is killer, and there's some jazz going on over there. I, I like KC. 24th through 26th. I'll be there. Comedy Club of Kansas City. And uh, and join that goddamn Patreon. I mean, it's blowing oh. up. And now it's like uh, Carlin's old bit about tattoos or something. That doesn't make sense. Ah. But you don't want to be one of these losers without the Patreon, right. for God's sakes. Right. It's killer stuff. We got amazing shit going on. It's just, uh, it's world-class Patreon now. It so, is. So join up, sign up, and uh, follow us, subscribe on YouTube and all that shit, and Check watch the specials. specials. I'm almost at four million. It might Ooh. be four million. I haven't looked in a minute, but it was three point nine three or something like that. I feel like you had a resurgence. You're 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 back on track. There, yeah, man. maybe Rogan. I don't know what ah, it is, but it's it's gonna be four million in under a year. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's damn good. Uh, I'm I'm in Orlando this weekend at the Improv. Never been. I love Orlando. It's a wacky little town. I like those people. Love Orlando. I like Orlando. I always do uh, decent numbers there. I'm out there with my pal Shaw. Then I'm in San Antonio with old Andrew Youngblood. That's going to be a fun at the Rock Box. Two brothers. Uh, I'll do two brothers. Then uh, finally got a Portland date in October. Phoenix at CB Live. I don't know what the hell that is, but I hear it's awesome. Syracuse Funny Bone. That That could be a kick in the pants. Toledo Funny Bone, that could also be weird. Houston Improv, back in Tejas. Philly Helium, that'll sell. Buffalo Helium, Dayton Funny Bone, Appleton, Wisconsin, Arlington Improv, and Brea at the uh, in uh, California at the Improv. So, yeah. Mm, California. Hit the Patreon, tell a friend, queef it up, praise Allah, and uh, we love you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. We're grateful. Tits. Yes. Georgia St. Got it. Kids in cages. <laughs>